What's up, everybody? This is Alexis, and you're listening to the Power to Be Show podcast. When the worship service is over, what do you do? Many of us go to church every week, and some go periodically, but worship is not a one-day event. It's in everything you do, including while working throughout the week. On the Power to Be show, we are showing people every week the impact of recognizing how God impacts every aspect of your life. Dive in each week as Dr. Bird, who is both a pastor and professor, chats with various entrepreneurs and leaders in the community. This week, we have Veronica Mitchell, founder of Love from the Inside Out, a nonprofit founded on the principle of love, which is God's greatest commandment. Before I turn it over to the host, all I ask is that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, leave a comment on the episode, and share with your circle. We all have the power to be. Now, here is our host, Dr. Terrell Bird. Thank you, Alexis. I am Dr. Terrell Bird, the host of Power to Be. I am delighted today to have as our guest, Ms. Veronica Mitchell, and she is coming to share her story. But I want just to let you know how appreciative I am to have you as our guest today. Welcome. Thank you, Dr. Bird. And it is a pleasure to be here. I'm humbled by the opportunity Um, And thank you for having me. Well, so glad you're here. I just want to have a conversation with you. Um, It's interesting because as I uh, looked at your uh, bio and saw the different tracks of life that you are on (laughs) and um, really looking at the nature of it all. But what I really want to know is uh, a little bit about your background. Give me a little bit of a history of (laughs) Who is Veronica Mitchell? <laughs> Who is Veronica? Well, I'm a entrepreneur by heart. I am a woman of God above all things. Um, and I just really have a heart for women, for nonprofit work. Okay. Um, and I'm passionate about life insurance and educating our community on things that will leave an inheritance and that matters to generations. Okay. Well, Veronica, and that's wonderful. (laughs) And I'm glad you went there, but I want to go back further, a little bit Mm -hmm. further than that. Mm -hmm. I want to know, where did you start? Where are you from? And Um, tell me something about before you get into the business side of who you are. The personal side of me, I'm an introvert at heart. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a homebody. I, Grew up in West Palm, Riviera Beach. Okay. Graduated from John I. Leonard High School. Okay. Um, went to Duncan Middle. Actually, went to school with Lexus. Okay. Okay. Good, <laughs> um, good, good. And um, went to Northwood University. Got my degree there. Okay. Um, and I worked in the banking sector for okay. 
um, over 10 years right here on Broadway and Blue Heron. Wow. Okay. Um, community Savings way back in the day um, yeah. before they merged to Bank Atlantic. Um, I spent six years in government. Okay. Um, I have three beautiful children. Wonderful. One of them been a UF graduate. Wonderful. Um, and a Gates Millennial Scholar. Um, and two little ones, 18, um, and a 13-year-old son who is my little Tiger Woods. All right, good. So as a golfer, huh? <laughs> he yeah, is, yeah. He is. Well, good. That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah, because I think that those kinds of experiences uh, help to shape you and to make you who you are. Are there other siblings? Are you an only child? or I am one of five. Um, ah. My younger sister I lost in 2015 to domestic violence, mm. um, which generated a lot of what I do okay. now in the nonprofit sector with her foundation. Okay. Um, I also have... Oh, Five step siblings as well, so okay. it's a lot of us. <laughs> okay, well, good. That's good. Uh, nothing. And like we all grew up in one three bedroom house together, okay, so okay. I, we're close I, and comfy. We're all like sisters and brothers, but yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can appreciate that. I come from a fairly large family as well, um, and it's. I, I want to come back to your sister and domestic violence, I, because I, that also is something that I am extremely passionate about. Right. Um, because I've witnessed so much of that. Um, and as a pastor, I've often been engaged with, with, uh, families who've, who've had, who have become victims of that kind of violence. So I want to, to get back to that in just a moment. Uh, but what I want to also ask you is, um, you talk about, uh, you know, your family and I, and I know that your family is so important to you and that's, that's very obvious, but in terms of this entrepreneurial spirit that you have is, where did that come from? Where did that? It came from, I don't know, growing up as a child and not having access to a lot of things, um, not being as fortunate as some, mm -hmm. um, and just wanting to do better and be better. Um, I always used to say I never wanted to be a statistic, mm -hmm. even though I was, I had my daughter as a teen, my first child. Um, but I didn't want to be dependent. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to be independent. Mm -hmm. So I worked and I worked, um, and just wanted to show her that even though I was young, I could still go to college. Mm -hmm. I could still attain dreams. Mm -hmm. You know, that moment in time didn't define who I was. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've always worked hard because I wanted her to know that she can attain the same things to be the first in my family to go to college. Um, because I wanted her to know she could go to college. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I just, awesome. just always had that heart of just wanting to be better and do better to yeah. show my children that it's attainable. Good, good. Well, I really think that that's uh, really something that God kind of instills in us. I, mm -hmm. I truly believe that everybody has a gift. And sometimes people go through life, they never find their purpose. Mm -hmm. And so it sounds like that you are on the track of, <laughs> of purpose in yes. living a, a purposeful life or what, or what we would call flourishing, a life that flourishes. So, so okay, so you finish your school, you, you talk about your, your family, your children. Um, 
your career path. So I, I mentioned this entrepreneurial, but you mentioned something about the insurance. Um, and then you also talk about the nonprofit. So get, let's tell me something about your career path. How did so I always had a nonprofit. Um, even before I lost my sister, it was just directed in a different way. Okay. Um, when I lost my sister, I was in the middle of creating the website for my nonprofit with okay. a friend of mine. And when I lost my sister, the whole thing just shifted for me mm. because I saw my sister as a single mom, um, wanting to be loved, mm -hmm. um, not necessarily choosing the right partner, mm -hmm. but wanting to have that commitment, wanting to have that relationship. And so I shifted my focus to women mm -hmm. um, because I didn't want anybody else's family to experience the pain that we were experiencing. Mm -hmm. um, because when we're broken, we make broken decisions. Yeah, You know, we think that we can take a broken person and make them whole, mm. Mm. but that's not the case. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, so yeah. my passion became women. And it's something that I know that would make my sister proud and honor her legacy because I didn't want her to be defined in okay. that moment. Okay. So, so you had a nonprofit, mm -hmm. but you kind of shifted. There was a paradigm shift of some sort. Absolutely. As a result of the pain. Absolutely. That you experienced. And then you're transforming that pain into purpose. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. Um, so in that, uh, and by the way, uh, blessings on you and may God continue to. Thank you to give you comfort and encouragement. Uh, this occurred in 2015. 15, December 8th, 2015. Her birthday was actually yesterday. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. And <laughs> and so I, I extend and continue to extend uh, grief and my condolence to you, even though that loss... People, I tell people all the time, you don't just get over no. it. It's with you. It's with you. Yeah. So, so blessings to you. And then so near her birthday. So again, thank you for being here thank on this occasion, me. that close to your, your sister's birthday. She sounds like she was a special <laughs> woman. She was a special person. Mm. Yeah. She was. Oh, now I'm gonna have to get my tissue. That's okay. That's okay. You're fine. Um the light of our family, mm -hmm. um, outgoing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would tell you just as it is, mm -hmm. love God. Mm -hmm. Um, I seen God change her life mm -hmm. in the matter of three months prior yeah. to her losing her life. Wow. Um, wow. because she was, I'm a, I'm a prayer. Mm -hmm. I'm an intercessor. Mm -hmm. um, and I've always prayed when she was out doing her thing. Mm -hmm. God, please don't take her like that. She love you too much, mm -hmm. you know? And she called me one day. I gave her this Bible called the power of a praying woman Bible. Mm -hmm. She loved it. Um, she called me one day and she said, I stopped drinking cold Turkey. And this was in September. And she started reading her Bible. September 2015. To, for her to stop drinking cold turkey, I have to understand uh -huh. how she was drinking. Uh -huh. yeah. 
Only God can do that. But God, wow. Only God can take the taste out of your mouth Mm -hmm. instantly. Mm -hmm. And he did that for her. So I can't be, even though I won't say that I wasn't upset with God at some point Mm -hmm. in this process. But I had to also thank God that he allowed her the space and the opportunity to change her life. And you were a part of that because your prayers. And your prayers did not go unanswered. And so God interceded. Now, see, God knows all things. (laughs) (laughs) And so as you are being an intercessor for your sister Mm -hmm. and God saying, I'm going to take care of that Mm -hmm. because I'm preparing her for eternal life. Hallelujah. (laughs) Don't make me. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, but, but God bless you and Mm -hmm. thank you for that. So that actually brings me to the name of your, your nonprofit, your, Mm -hmm. your ministry, your foundation. Talk about that. Uh, It's called love from the inside out. The the Lucy Lou foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, We do an event every year called backpacking for the homeless where we, get together as a, it's something we, I used to have everybody do as a family. Mm -hmm. Um, We would cook breakfast. We would pack backpacks of necessities. We would take a wrapped gift and we would go from Riviera beach to West Palm beach in the environment that they were in, pass out gifts, meals, backpacks, and a hug. That's free. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. I love it. I love it. And um, Mm -hmm. We do support groups for women. I host a seminar once a year on her birthday weekend. I didn't do it this year because I did it in December. Mm -hmm. I did it on the anniversary of her death um, last year. Um, But normally it's the weekend of her birthday just as my birthday gift to her. Mm -hmm. It's a women empowerment seminar called From Pieces to Peace. Um, And I give and I don't record while we're in there because I want women to feel free Mm -hmm. to share their heart. Okay with the speakers and share it openly so we can heal. Okay. I see. I I love that. I love that. And so out of that here again, (laughs) your sister's living on, you know, that that the spirit of your sister lives on through the work that you're doing. So, so thank you. And so many women are being impacted because of that. So you're saying you, you did it on her the anniversary of her death this year, but you, you usually do it. Uh, I usually would have done it this okay. weekend. Okay. Um, so this would have been weekend normally, but we will pick up next year. Um, and okay. I usually do it in the West Palm Riviera beach area. Um, okay. But God told me to move it around. Okay. So next year we're going to Fort Pierce um, to host that seminar there. I also just started under her foundation. We grieve together because okay. I see so many people, young, old, losing their life and their family mm-hmm. is hurt. And sometimes you just need to connect to yeah. another person yeah, yeah. that can relate, that can understand what you're going through. You know, cause like I said, time doesn't heal this no, wound. No, no. Um, I wish it did. It's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, you're up, you think you're good. Yeah. Something might trigger something. Sure, sure. Um, a memory. Yeah. And you feel like sure. you're yeah. sinking. Yeah. And especially during holidays and times oh, yeah. when families would get together. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I definitely um, want to make sure we uh, can help promote what you're doing through our website, too. I really think the ministry to women is so important. And, uh, you said from pieces to peace, mm-hmm. 
And uh, I think that's a message that that'll preach. <laughs> that'll preach. It yeah. does. It does. <laughs> the yeah. theme, the underlying theme may change, but that still yeah. stands. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> okay, so now, um, because one of the things that we emphasize is uh, how God has poured into the work you do. Uh, I understand that you are the the first uh, African-American female to become an agent for which insurance state? Um, Palm Beach County. Not the first um, African-American, but um, I am the only African-American female State Farm agent in Palm Beach County. Okay, State Farm Agency in Palm Beach County. In Palm Beach County. And that's that's special. Yes. uh, So I commend (laughs) you. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Well, I commend you. For that achievement, that's quite a milestone it for is. you. And it's also quite an example setter mm-hmm. for those who will come behind you. So Absolutely. so, so thank you for being a, a leader in that way. Um, so talk a little bit about how you see God pouring into the work you do. Uh, talk to me a little bit about it. So... I became passionate about life insurance, especially after losing my sister. Um, I already believed in life insurance. I had life insurance. Um, And if I tell you how I got into the industry and how God has orchestrated literally every step. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm here to listen. (laughs) It will probably blow your mind. Um, After I lost my sister in 2015, I had an appointment um, in regards to my own life insurance, okay. I had canceled and rescheduled so many times. And I was like, I'm for sure I'm coming this day. Okay. So when she called me to confirm, I had just lost my sister and I was still hysterical. Mm. And she, this was a, she worked for a state farm agent, the person mm-hmm. who had confirmed my appointment mm-hmm. and they sent my family food and all kind of stuff, a spread. And they didn't know me from, Adam. Um, and I was just taken back by that, that they took the time to do that for me and my family, not knowing us. Mm. We became friends. Um, I had my first seminar six months after losing my sister that next year, her birthday, I did the first seminar. Um, and they spoke at the seminar. The same young lady who called me end up getting her own state farm agency. And she emailed me and she was like, I want you to come work for me. And I was like, no, no, I'm working for government. I'm comfortable here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm almost vested. I'm like getting eight to five and go home and I got my pension. (laughs) And she was like, no, I really got is lead me towards you. Mm. Um, And I really feel like, you know, you should think about it. I say, you know what? I'll pray about it. And I did that. Okay. I prayed about it and God told me to go. It was a pay cut. No benefits. I gave up my, I was one year out from being totally vested in my pension with the government. Mm. But sometimes when God tells you to do something, it might seem crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> might not add up. Yeah, might not yeah. make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes he, <laughs> he adds by subtract, subtracting, you know, yeah, absolutely. and multiplies by dividing. So, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so definitely uh, um for your obedience. Yes. Yeah. And so I I left the government and I went to work for her. She was a new state farm agent. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I worked for her for four years. Um, and somewhere in between there, I was questioning myself. Did I make the right decision? And I'll never forget, I was at an event with Chandra Stringer. And after the event, I can't remember what the event was that I was at. And she looked at me and she just started praying and speaking in tongues. And then she said, don't you move. She said, the devil have you questioning your decision, mm. but don't you move. And I knew what she was talking about because I was ready to you're move. Ready, Drunk ready ship. To move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I said, okay, God. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I stayed. Yeah. In May of 2019, in the midst of the pandemic, I had a, a mass and I had to go get a biopsy. Um, so I was home after having surgery um, to remove the mask. And I heard God as clear as day. He said, get ready for agency. Clear as day. I was praying and I heard him say, get ready. I started getting everything ready. Finances, credit, everything ready. Um, the agent whose book I took over passed away September of that year. Um, I didn't know that that was the book I was going to get. Um, they put his position out uh, um, a couple months after that, tossed it away. Opened it up again the following year, didn't get anybody. I was almost ready, but I had to wait six weeks from the time I submitted my business plan. And I was like, oh my God, the interview, that's the interviews before the six weeks. God made a move it again. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when they moved it the last time, I was finally ready and done yeah. with everything. Um, and so I applied for the position. It was six positions open, 10 people in Palm Beach County. And that is the book I wanted um, in particular because I grew up in this area. Okay. I know okay. this area. You know I know this. people yeah. in this, this is, area. This is home. Yeah, yeah, this is home. I'm yeah. like, I want to be right here, yeah, yeah. you know. You know, there were other positions that I had to apply for them all, but I was like, Lord, I want to be here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, guys, be specific. I want to yeah, be yeah, here, yeah, Lord. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and yeah. he gave it to me. The Bible says the Lord will give us the desires of our heart. He will. If we delight ourselves in him. He will. And it sounds like that's exactly what you did. Yeah. Wow, that's a wonderful, wonderful story. So you, you've been in this position now since January since January yes. okay and you've seen the hand of God uh, move all through it so there right. there you go that that integration of faith and how God has has been pouring into Absolutely. the work that you do yeah so um what has been for you the most um, challenging part of the work you do what is challenging excuse me the most challenging part of what i do um i would say taking over an existing agent's book um and they were he was a great agent um people loved him so just making sure i filled those shoes and the book that i took over sat in the brother's office so you know there were brothers and they were so loyal. So that was the biggest challenge. Just, you know, asking them to give me a chance to get mm -hmm. to know me mm -hmm. um, so when as you a say, person. Pardon me. When you say for, for those 
of us that are not insurance minded people. <laughs> so when you say the book, are you talking about the clients that yes, the, the previous agent had? Right? Correct. Okay. Okay. Because anytime a state firm agent passes away um, or retires, the book goes back to state farm and then they appoint another agent. Gotcha. But in the interim, they sit in another agent's office to be serviced. Gotcha. Um, so just the hardest thing was, just asking for the opportunity to meet me because I know if they meet me, they'll stay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that yeah. confidence. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm pretty confident if they yeah, come in and meet me, I don't, we don't have a problem. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I've had people come in and they don't want to like me, you know, and they tell me like, yeah. I didn't want to like you. They come in mad and they come in angry. And by the time I just love on them still, you know, yeah, like yeah. even if they're mad for no reason sometimes. Yeah. Wow. You know, but I but was still love, love them on from them. the inside out. That's so. right. <laughs> By the time they get done and leave, they're yeah. just like, okay, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my biggest challenge. Um, okay. We're six months in now, so not so much of that. Mm -hmm. um, my biggest challenge now is getting enough people to work in the office. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, how has the, uh, the pandemic uh, impacted your work? Well, we're in a business that is a necessity, um, so it it has an well, impact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to have insurance, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you have to have auto insurance. You have sure, to have homeowner's sure, insurance. Sure, sure. So thank God that it's a business that will be able to sustain that kind of environment. Mm -hmm. um, of course, with inflation and prices going up for everything, rates increase. Mm -hmm. So, you know. That is the aspect of trying to explain that portion to customers um, about the rate increases. But other than that, inflation hasn't or the current market hasn't impacted us too much. We've been pretty great with rates and, you know, it, it's not just State Farm and sure. it's Geico Progressive and everyone's increasing their rates. Mm -hmm. So it's it's been OK. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, part of what you're doing is connecting with people and helping people, absolutely, which I think is great um, because as you said, everybody needs insurance. Uh, part of that also, I think would have to do with some people who may not have as many resources. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm wondering, could that be a challenge trying to find the right package mm -hmm. for people who come with maybe a disadvantage, uh, are there any examples of people that you have had to kind of go the extra mile for to make sure that they could be insured? <laughs> well, that's a fine line because the rates are the rates and we can't change them. They're set by State Farm. So whatever the rate is, you know, mm -hmm. that's the rate. And most people will shop the rate, you know, if that's their desire. But sometimes... Rate doesn't matter. People see value. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Value in having an agent versus calling a 1-800 number. Okay. So it's not always that. The one thing that um, I want the community to do in trying to make sure they have the resources to have is mm -hmm. life insurance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because that is so important for our community. Okay. Um, to leave that legacy, to leave that inheritance, to make sure our kids are ahead. Sure. Um. And that is my goal. So to make people understand that it's not as expensive as you think. Mm -hmm. um, what's your budget? Yeah. You know, making sure they have something in place within that means yeah. 
that they can maintain so you're not going to lose it, yeah, you know? Yeah. That's important That's to me. important. Yeah. I know I uh, recently lost my mother and so we were so, yeah, well, thank you. We were so pleased because she had prepared for everything, her insurance, uh, everything, the burial, the, the, you know, all, all, everything was just set. And it's because of the insurance that she, she had already planned that out. So I think it's important that we have people like you that continue to remind our community just how important it is to have uh, that kind of insurance. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you notice your mother, that generation, they prepared oh, yes, everything. That's true. that's true. You know, we might have the life insurance, yeah, but we don't yeah. got the burials that's and the plot. True. Like they had everything, yeah, everything. already picked out. Yeah, All you got yeah. to do is put them in there, that's right. you know, <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. but to try to get the younger generation oh, to see and to have see that, that same yeah. mindset yeah, yeah. is a little bit more challenging. Yeah. Um, but I think people are starting to really realize with all that's going on with COVID and every time you turn around, somebody's losing their life, right. you know, and that's I right. think we're opening our eyes a little bit more. It's just a matter of educating yeah, yeah. and understanding the different products that are out there. And there is something that you can afford. Yeah. And I always tell people, don't worry about if you have to have a term versus a whole life. Something mm. is better than nothing. Than nothing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, and Thank you. Keep giving that message because <laughs> I know that there are still so many that just do not see the uh, the importance because they're at a the age where they think I'm invulnerable, you know, and that, you know. So um, let me ask you, if you were going to advise someone that may want to go into uh, the kind of business you're in, what might be two or three things that you might tell them that they should do? The first thing um, they should do is work in the field because, you know, State Farm does and other and companies does have from hire from outside agents. Um, but I will tell you as a State Farm yeah. <laughs> agent that, you know, it's good to come from the inside and get the experience because when we open our agency, there's nobody there to train. It's all on you. Okay. You know, so if you don't have that knowledge, mm -hmm. then it makes it a little bit more complicated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I have, I have intern friends that have <laughs> opened and it's a little bit more challenging when you haven't come from the inside and right. worked and know some of the processes. Okay. Um, definitely want to make so, sure. Get on the inside. Understand yes. that you understand what's going on on the inside. And yes. Okay. Sometimes you have to start from the bottom mm -hmm. to get to the top. Okay. Gotcha. You know? yeah. Um. And then I would say, make sure your finances are in order. You know, you got to have a certain amount of capital investment. Okay. So you want to make sure that you are able to produce or, you know, you have family that will help you out. Sure. Um, they'll allow that as well. Yeah. Um, That's important. And, and I hope our audience is listening that there is this idea of investment. A lot of times people want to go into mm -hmm. certain businesses, but they don't understand that, you know, anything worth something is going to cost something. Cost so, yeah. <laughs> so there has to be this willingness to be invested. Okay. Knowing the inside and out of a company mm -hmm. investment, be willing mm -hmm. to invest, even if Absolutely. it means getting family or others to support you in that. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, the last thing is make sure you maintain your credit, uh -huh. you know, yes. because they're going to look at that. That's important. You know, um, you got to be the standard, you mm -hmm. know, so your credit matters, mm -hmm. your finances matter. Yeah. And you have to educate yourself on what it is that you want to do. And if yeah. insurance is what you want to do, 
humble. Sometimes you got to be humble and go sit under somebody to learn. To learn, yeah. So you can grow and progress because they are looking for minority agents. Veronica, that is so important. My church just recently did a financial wellness workshop. And and, uh, one of the emphasis was uh, credit standing and how important it is to have that in order as well as budgeting and other things like that. So, so you are hitting the nail on the head with these kinds of things for people who may be wanting to go into that. Veronica, and I applaud, yeah, just no, for a minute, I want to applaud you and your ministry because that is so important oh. in our community, you know, to have that balance, yeah. you know, to educate people because yeah. everybody come from different backgrounds and different walks of life. Mm-hmm. And we might not have that knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, and to get that in ministry, to get that in church yeah. is powerful. Yeah. Well, thank Hats you. Hats off. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's something thank, to be proud about. Yeah. Thank you so much. Now uh, you said, you know, you have children, you have a large family mm-hmm. um, in terms of legacy. Mm-hmm. Um it sounds like that's what you're doing in your life is helping to build that kind Absolutely. of legacy. Now you mentioned that one of your children are in, in college now or she's graduated. She's graduating mm-hmm. from She graduated from University of Florida. Florida, yeah. What is her area? <laughs> this child wanted to be a doctor ever since she was little. Then when she went to UF, it changed. Then she wanted to be a physician assistant and then she got out. And she did totally opposite. <laughs> she became a um, manager for Enterprise. She ran an Enterprise store, but I recruited her, and she, now she works with me. <laughs> and there she's my go. top salesperson. <laughs> wow, there you go. Well, you yeah. have poured yeah. into your daughter. Yeah. And she knows treat the customers the way you want to be treated. Love wow. on them. Wow. Because that's how we roll. <laughs> wow, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Do you think any of the other children may find Follow that path. Uh, the youngest one, my younger daughter, she's eighteen. Um, she's in the league of her own. She she do her own thing. She don't okay. want to be insurance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's yeah. still trying to figure out what it is that she want to do. She wants to um like uh wholesale houses. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And and purchase some vending machines. So I'm gonna okay. help her do that. Um, and mm. my son, he's thirteen. Um. He hasn't quite decided what he loves science, but um, he's focusing on being Tiger Woods, but school first. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it looks like you have planted some good seeds and those seeds are already starting to flourish. So I commend you on that. Thank you. Do you mind if I have a word of prayer with you? Oh, absolutely not. I just want to ask God's blessing over you and the work you're doing. Let's pray. Eternal God, our Father, I am so grateful that you have allowed Veronica to come into this space and to share with our audience. I thank you, O oh God, because she indeed is, uh, she's connecting in ways that is uh, enhancing the lives of so many that she touches. We thank you, O oh God, that you heard her prayer and that you put her in a place where she can not only feel at home, but she knows, O oh God, and she's able to pour into the community uh, where she's from. Thank you for that, dear Jesus. Lord. Thank you, O oh God 
God for watching over her, for being a, 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 a blessing in her life in spite of the losses, that even in spite of the loss, that you are reminding her daily that her sister is living on, oh God. And we pray, oh God, for the, the work that she's doing through the foundation. I pray, oh God, that you would continue to let her know that Jesus. you will never leave her or forsake her. And Lord, we thank you, oh God. We pray that you would send other women to her, thank oh God, God, even in their brokenness, oh God, you, that Jesus. they can be made whole, oh God. So we thank you. Holy Spirit, continue to saturate her life, continue to open up the windows of heaven, pour her out blessings thank that you, she Jesus. won't have room enough to receive it all. Bless her children. And as she goes forward, may she continue to be a light that shines so bright, dear God, and you get glory. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. I'd like to present you with a cup and a, a tumbler. And it actually says power to be. I'm going to put it on and, my desk. <laughs> okay. So that every time that you, thank uh, you. Uh, see that, you will think about the power to be show. Mm -hmm. So I want to say it's so happy. I'm so pleased to have you today. And you have been a blessing to my life Aww. in listening to your story. God thank bless you. you and God keep you. Thank you. God bless you too. And thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to come and share my story. It's an honor. Oh, blessings. Audience, I hope you've enjoyed this as much as I have. And we thank you for being with us to in another Power to Be show. God bless you. See you next week. We would like to thank this episode's sponsor, Living Word Christian Community, located at 2390 South Military Trail, West Palm Beach, Florida, 33415, where Dr. Terrell Bird is the lead pastor. The worship service begins at 1030 a.m. in person, on Facebook, and Instagram Live.